This is Alive with Joseph. Tonight, man to man with Joseph, I want to begin by saying, as a man, you should be able to get into the presence of God to generate power to enable you navigate this life. You should be able to generate power in the presence of God that enables you navigate this life. There is enough power in God's presence. So you need to begin to create an atmosphere of God's presence around your life, around your family as a man. You can't overcome the brokenness of life without God. No man on this planet earth, no male figure on this planet earth can be able to overcome the brokenness of life without God. As a man, the first and foremost thing is that you should be able to access the power of God on behalf of yourself and on behalf of your family. Then, on behalf of your business and on behalf of your career, if you're a student, on behalf of your academics. If you are the kind of man that just says a little prayer in the morning or don't even pray at all just to sustain yourself, listen, that is not good enough in the times in which we are in. In the times in which we are in, the male figure has too much responsibility for him to just say a little prayer and expects everything to be fine. Your responsibility is too much for that small prayer that you do or you don't even pray at all. We have too many men who don't even pray at all, who leave prayers for the women in their lives, for their sisters, for their, for their wives, for their mothers to do. And you need to understand God has called a male figure to shepherd our generation. God has called a male figure to be the one to shepherd this generation. And you can't shepherd without the presence of God. You can't shepherd without generating power in God's presence. And one of the ways you generate power in God's presence is in the place of prayer. It's through prayer. Listen, you are like a, a power transformer that should generate enough power that can Power your household spiritually. As a male figure, as a man, you should be able to generate enough power to power your household spiritually. To power your sisters, to power your mother, if you're married, to power your wife, you're in a relationship, to power the lady in which you are in a relationship with. Now, you should be able to generate enough power that can power your household spiritually. Now, the challenge is most fathers, most men, most husbands, most boyfriends are not only, they are, they are only having a 50 kVA spiritual power and they are trying to power their household that requires a 500 kVA spiritual power. That is why we have crisis. The man is having only, some even are having only 5 kVA spiritual power and is trying to power a household that requires a 500 kVA spiritual power. And that is why there is chaos in so many homes. That is why there is chaos in so many families. That is why there is chaos in our society. Most men are not powering their household as a man the 50 kva spiritual power you are having is not enough it is not enough if you're a single man listening to me 
in this service, you're listening to me. When you think about getting married, listen, don't think only about sex. Don't think only about, about, about your needs being met as a man. You need to begin to think how to generate enough spiritual power for you, your wife to be, and the children that will be born into that marriage and your family and household, extended family and immediate family. You should be able to begin to think of generating spiritual power. When there is not enough spiritual power, certain brokenness will not be able to survive. You can't survive brokenness. All the chaos in homes as a man is because there is not enough spiritual power generated to power your household. That is why there is all these petty arguments in your household pettiness all over your home that is why as a man your greatest pursuit should be God because in the presence of God as a man is the fullness of joy and at his right hand are pleasures forevermore please understand as a man listening to me tonight don't miss the power of prayer and fasting because prayer and fasting enables you as a man generate spiritual power required to power your home it is not enough to put money in that home you can give your household money if you have no spiritual power to power them the money will not be able to sustain and to preserve the family and that's what most men do they think if they bring money to the house that's enough no 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 bringing money to the house is not enough you must be able to generate spiritual power we live in a wicked world we live even the times whereby you know families are under attack and do you know what they are under attack from the hands of most men the men that should generate power to preserve the family are the men that are attacking the family that is why you and I we need to begin to get into the presence of God so that God can empower us to be able to generate the power required to sustain our families when you generate power, you are able to create an atmosphere in your home. You are able to create an atmosphere. And when you create an atmosphere in your home, some things cannot survive the atmosphere of God in your home. Some things cannot survive the atmosphere of God in your home. When the presence of God is resident in your home, Satan's manipulation and his tricks will not be able to survive in your home. Listen to me. I'm sharing with you my personal life. No Satan's trick can survive in my home. I have generated enough power and I keep generating. Satan's manipulation cannot survive in my home. I have created an atmosphere of power around my home. You need to understand when you generate enough power, the presence of God becomes resident in your home. And when the presence of God is resident in your home, Satan's tricks, Satan's manipulations, Satan's lies will not be able to survive in your home. All these funny, funny manifestations of Satan 
all over your home no joy today no peace tomorrow no serenity no tranquility is because the atmosphere has not been has not been has not been how will i put the atmosphere has not been invaded by the presence of god when you invade the atmosphere with the presence of god contamination in your household will not have a foothold so you need to generate spiritual power as a man you need to generate spiritual power. When you generate spiritual power, you create a climate. You create a climate of peace. You create a climate of joy. You create a climate of serenity. You create a climate of tranquility. Even when there is no physical cash, there is peace in your family. Even when there is no physical cash at the moment, there is joy in your home. Even when there is no physical cash, there is serenity. There is tranquility. Because you have generated enough spiritual power that is powerful in that family to help that family navigate troubled waters all of this brokenness satan is creating everywhere in your household is because you as the father of that house as the man in that house as the husband in that household you are not generating the necessary spiritual power needed to power your household so many men don't even pray with their spouses those who are married Many men who are in a relationship don't even pray. They don't even pray with the lady in which they are in a relationship with. They can go on a date. They can do everything. But to pray, they, they, they don't even pray. And yet, they expect that relationship to survive. Listen, many men we live in, to, the many men in the days we live in today, they have seen prayer as a burden. As a result, they know they don't pray. They don't pray. Many men are in a relationship. They don't pray with their fiancés. They can go for holidays, unending holidays. They can go for dinner dates. And they can go to signature hotel for dinner dates and go to all of those places you can think of. But when it comes for prayers, they are not available for prayers. They can go for candlelight dates. They can go for all kinds of dates. But when it comes to praying together with their spouses, with the, with the lady in which they are in a relationship with, it is non-existent. Listen, as a lady, you need to listen to me this evening. You need to begin to understand that a praying man will help your relationship stand the test of time. It will help your relationship stand the trials of time. You need to begin to encourage the man in your life to pray. Friends, when you generate power, you're able to fix the brokenness around it. Do you know that when two people come together in relationships, in a relationship rather, both are coming with various brokenness in their lives. But the power you generate in the place of prayer together, it helps to mend the brokenness both of you are coming together with. The woman is coming with her own brokenness. The man is coming with her own brokenness. You're coming together. But the more you pray together, you are able to generate power to help mend the brokenness. The more you are, the more you pray together, the more you are able to fill up the brokenness that both of you have come into the relationship with. Many men are financially broken, which is their inability to be able to take care of themselves and their households. 
But you need to understand that God wants to do his work in your life in the place where you are broken. In the place where you are broken, God wants to do his work in your life. While you are running from your weakness as a man, God wants to use that weakness and that brokenness to display his power in your life. The book of the book of 2 Corinthians 2 Corinthians chapter 10 chapter 12 verse 8 to 10 it says three things three times i begged the lord to take it away each time he said my grace is all you need my power works best in weakness my power works best in weakness. So now, I am glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weakness and in the insults, hardship, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. This is the Apostle Paul telling us that he doesn't run. He takes the same weakness. He brings it before the Lord and God exchanges his weakness for his strength. God takes Paul's weakness and gives him his own strength. So as a man, you need to begin to come before the Lord with your weakness. You need to begin to present your weakness to the Lord so that God can be able to take that weakness and give you his strength so that with the strength of the Lord, you are able to survive the times in which we are in God is saying to you this evening he can fill up the brokenness in your life with his power book of 2 Corinthians the same 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9 now says each time he said my grace is all you need my power works best in weakness so now I am glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me on the things that listen on Paul said that he boasts in his weakness about his weakness so that the power of Christ can walk through him so friends you need to understand that the power of Christ wants to walk through that weakness which you carry as a man that weakness which you carry the power of Christ wants to walk through it don't hide your weakness before God don't hide it listen you can afford to hide it for men but you can't hide it for God why try to hide it why don't you bring it before him in the place of prayer and allow him take your weakness and give you his strength so God is saying anytime you as a man acknowledges your weakness it attracts God to you the, it attracts God to you the word of God says where sin abounded grace much more abounds no sin attracts sin attracts grace when it is not covered it attracts grace your brokenness attracts the power of God when you acknowledge it before him where sin abounded grace much more abounds are you understanding me when you don't try to cover your weakness before God he's able to help you with his strength when you are willing to allow God to touch that area of your life your willingness to allow him touch that area of your life will attract his strength to your life God wants to do amazing things in your life as a man but you need to acknowledge your brokenness before him so that he can walk through that brokenness enable you to be able to come into the things in which he has ordained for you to come
come into. We are in the season where men must arise. Men of God must arise. Men fashioned in Christ likeness, likeness must arise. Men fashioned in the likeness of Jesus has to arise. Our society is crying for that. Our generation is yearning for men of God. When I say men of God, I'm not talking about those in the fivefold ministry. I'm talking about men who have allowed the hand of the Lord to walk through them and bring them to the place where they are able to do the things God wants them to do for their generation. So while you're trying to run from your weakness, your brokenness, God wants to display his power through your brokenness. Hallelujah. I've come to understand that the natural response from every man is to run from their brokenness. They don't want to talk about it. Men, you know, have this macho-ness that says that when you don't talk about your brokenness, that's what makes you a man. They don't want to think even about it. And that is why most men have become alcoholics. Because alcohol helps them to numb their emotions for a while. And they are, and they temporarily forget their brokenness. And statistics have shown that we have some of the heaviest drinkers in our nation. Why? Because we have broken men who do not want to come to God to acknowledge their brokenness. As a result, they get into alcohol trying to numb their brokenness and yet the alcohol becomes a destruction. We live in a nation where, you know, we say to ourselves, going to church is for women. Who told you that? Jesus had 12 disciples. Those men, they were the men who helped to shape what you and I are into today. And you need to understand, God is calling for men of God to arise. Men of God must arise. Men who will shepherd their family. Men who will carry their children before God. Men who will come before the Lord and generate enough power to stop the scourge of violence that is invading our time. Men who will say that, you know, I will not be involved in gender-based violence. Men who will say, I will not open my eyes and watch another man destroy a woman around me and I say nothing. Men who will say, who will help another brother that is broken and tell him, you don't have to stay like this. There is a Jesus who mended my own brokenness, who is able to mend your own brokenness as well. God is calling for men of God to arise. Most men also try to numb the brokenness in their lives with lots and lots and lots and lots of sex. Lots and lots and lots of sex. Because they think that by doing that, it shows that they are a man. Many try to numb the brokenness in their life with illicit drugs. Also, even with legal drugs as well. All of this is what most men have used to try to run away from their brokenness. Friends, this is the truth. Instead of the brokenness going away, rather it increases because only Jesus can mend a broken man. Instead of the brokenness going away, sex cannot mend a broken man. Alcohol cannot mend a broken man. Illicit drugs cannot mend a broken man. Legal drugs cannot mend a broken man. Money cannot mend a broken man. When a man is broken, the only person that can mend 
the broken man is Jesus. Jesus is the only person that can mend the broken man. And that is what I came to point you to. I came to point you to Jesus. The one who mends broken men. The one who knows how to take our weakness and remove it and give us his strength. When you try to numb your brokenness with all of these things, illicit drugs, legal drugs, sex, alcohol, instead of the brokenness going away, it increases because brokenness, if it ha- the brokenness has not been healed, it has only been covered temporarily. And the more weights you place on that brokenness, the further you crack, and the further the brokenness expands. And most men end up becoming addicts. They end up becoming violent. They become violent to their girlfriends, violent to their wives, violent to their children. They become violent to the lady. They're in a relationship. They even become violent to other men. Why? Because you keep layering weights on the brokenness. Because the brokenness is not healed, you layer weights on it. The more you layer weights on that brokenness, the more the brokenness is cracking. The more cracks show up in that brokenness and the man becomes a danger to himself and becomes a danger to the society. So this is the scenario of what I've seen in our generation today. This is the scenario. Brokenness and addiction. Most men are broken. They are now addicted either to sex, to alcohol, to illicit drugs or legal drugs. Now a combination of those two, it produces a dangerous man. A combination of those two produces a dangerous man. And that is why we keep dealing with more and more dangerous men. Because a man under the influence of alcohol or drugs will do something very stupid. Will say something they are not supposed to say. And most times even cause irreparable damage to their loved ones. And it becomes a complete chaos like what we are seeing in our time. Where men under the influence of alcohol and drugs have caused irreparable damage, have killed women who they are supposed to protect, and as a result, we're seeing chaos everywhere. Chaos everywhere. Please, let's stop running from our brokenness. Bring it before God because he wants to display his power through you. He wants to display his power through that weakness. And you need to begin to look for help. You need to begin to look for help as a man. Most men are having mental health issues. Begin to look for help. You need to begin to look for help. Seek professional help. If you want to seek help spiritually, the church is available for you. You don't have to carry the burden alone. The church is available. You need to come through so that we can help you. So that you don't be become a danger to yourself and to your loved ones hallelujah as i begin to close tonight how do i mend the brokenness you may ask pastor how do i mend the brokenness how do i mend the brokenness because for you to mend the brokenness you will need to do the following things number one how to mend the brokenness number one confront your past how have you been handling past events in your life what should you let go and what should you still hold on to let's take a case study from from the life of joseph in the bible in the book of genesis he went through a lot of things but when it was time to confront his past that was when he was supposed to break 
Rather, he confronted his past, not with anger and bitterness, but with a different mindset. Most men are confronting their past with anger, with bitterness. But Joseph in the Bible, our case study, he confronted his past, not with anger, not with bitterness, but with a different mindset. When his brothers came to realize that he was the one, he said to them, he said, you my brothers, you meant all of this for evil, but God was actually sending me ahead to preserve lives. That was the mindset he used in confronting his past. He didn't get into revenge. He didn't get into rage. He didn't get into violence. He didn't get into anger. Rather, he said, you meant it for evil. But actually, God was using it to push me to go and to be able to preserve life. So confronting your past will help you change your perspective about the things that happened to you in the past. Until you have a change of perspective about what happened to you before now, you will not be able to mend the brokenness you need to have a change of perspective of what has happened to you in the past number two be intentional brother paul tells us how to be intentional ephesians chapter 5 verse 15 to 18 he said see then that you walk circumspectly not as fools but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil therefore do not be unwise but understand what the will of the Lord is and do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation but be filled with the Holy Spirit you go and get my teaching on the Holy Spirit and listen to it Paul said do not be filled with wine but be filled with the Holy Spirit the New Living Translation puts it this way so be careful how you live don't live like fools but like those who are wise make the most of every opportunity in these evil days don't act thoughtlessly stop acting thoughtlessly most men are acting thoughtlessly in this season don't act thoughtlessly brother Paul is saying to you and I let's not act thoughtlessly but understand what the Lord wants you to do don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life can you see that don't be drunk with wine because being drunk with wine will ruin your life that's what the scripture says he said instead be filled with the holy spirit he said don't act thoughtlessly because these are difficult times yes things are difficult but don't act thoughtlessly things are not going the way they ought to go don't act thoughtlessly that relationship is going through crisis don't act thoughtlessly i don't know who you are listening to me the things you're going through right now looks like they are weighing you down but i came to tell you tonight don't act thoughtlessly don't act thoughtlessly that's what the scripture instructs you and i so part of you being intentional is in your daily routine you need to be intentional in your daily routine what are your daily routines like listen to this friends you can't mend the brokenness that your daily routine is not paying attention to me speaking to you here i used to be a broken man I used to be a broken man, but I needed to go to God so that he could take my brokenness and give me his strength. 
I used to be a broken man. And one of the things that I started doing was paying attention to my daily routine. I started paying attention to my daily routine. And the Lord has helped me over the years to become a better man. Listen, I never had a male figure as a role model in my life. But thank God when I got born again, I began to look up to the fathers of faith. I began to look up to the pastors around me. And through me looking up to them, the Lord began to enable me become a better man. So you need to understand that you must pay attention to your daily routine. Pay attention to your daily routine. As a broken man that wants to make, that wants to mend the brokenness, be intentional. The first place you must be intentional about is your daily routine. I know I hear people who say Rome is not built in a day. That is true. But you must also remember that Rome was built daily. Even though Rome was not built in a day, you must also remember that Rome was built daily. Rome was built daily. So build your life daily. Most of us men, you will need to stop blaming the past and start becoming intentional about the present. Stop blaming your past. Start becoming intentional about the present. You will need to rise above the past and refuse the past to be a hunter against your present, thereby making you miss your future. So you need to stop allowing Stop allowing the present or the past rather become a hunter of your present thereby messing up your future. Be intentional. Be intentional. Be intentional. Maybe you're listening to me and you have a relational brokenness. You are still blaming the people in the past who abused you, who messed you up emotionally. You will need to heal because you have dwelled in that mountain longer than necessary. You have dwelled in that mountain longer than necessary. How are you allowing someone who is in your past to still have so much power over your emotions? There are things you must be intentional about on a daily basis for you to do differently. And for those of you who are married, you must say to yourself, I will be intentional about what I say to my wife on a daily basis. I will be intentional on how I behave to my wife on a daily basis. I will be intentional on how I behave to my children on a daily basis. I will be intentional, those of you in a relationship, I will be intentional on how I speak to the lady in which I'm in a relationship with. You need to be intentional. Pay attention to your daily routine. You need need to incorporate prayers into your daily routine as a man. You need to bring in prayers into your daily routine because if you neglect prayer, as I said earlier, you will not be able to generate enough power required to power your household. So what are you doing? What are you doing to manage your daily routines? How are you managing your daily imaginations? How are you managing your future through your imaginations? Do you have a mental picture of a better future? How are you dealing with imaginations that are not in line with the will of God for you? Remember brother Paul said to us in 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5 that we should cast down imagination and every heightened and exalted itself against the knowledge of God. We should bring it into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. You need to begin to start repairing your memory. Start re 
preparing your memory. Fill up your memory with scriptures. Begin to pay attention to your daily intentions, to your daily intentions, to your daily imaginations. Start managing your imaginations as a man. Start managing it because you cannot be healed from brokenness as a man if you will not deal with your memories. You need to start dealing with your memories as a man that is in marriage, as a man that is out there, as a young man. Start dealing with your memories. Do not allow the memories of what you saw from other men around you who didn't display godly character to affect you. Start dealing with your memories. Maybe you had a father that was absent. He was never there. Don't allow that memory affect you. Start dealing with your memories. Start dealing with your memories because when you don't pay attention to your memories, they end up becoming a destructive weapon that the enemy uses against you hallelujah so as a man you need to start looking at also i close you with that with the company you keep because your companions say a lot about you there are certain people i can't hang around with there are certain people i can't hang around with you need to start paying attention to the companion you keep if you keep companions with men who disrespect women, who dishonor women, is just a matter of time before you start displaying the same thing as well. If you keep companion with men who see women just as an object, as an object, then before you know it, you start seeing the people around you, the women around you as an object. You start seeing your wife as an object. If you hang around men who are chauvinistic, who think that women, women should just be underneath them, after a while, you start treating the women around you like that pay attention to the companions you keep what do they say about women when you are around them the bible says proverbs 13 verse 20 walk with the wise and become wise associate with fools and you get into trouble so as a man who are your friends can i ask you who are your friends who are the people you keep company with what is their influence in your life what values have you soaked up from them you need to present all of these to god as a man right now where you are you need to present your life to god you need to come before the lord present your inner being to him because he's the only one who has what it takes to heal your brokenness amen thank you so much for listening we believe you were blessed by the word for more, please visit our website, www.alivewithjoseph.com, as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel, Alive with Joseph Ngogocha. Till next time, God bless.